The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Welcome, everyone, to the premiere episode of For the Love of Reiki. Today is the beginning of a beautiful journey for all of us, given through sharing information and experiences. So I now say, let the joy begin. And may I now introduce my amazing guest, Kristen Eichel. She is known around the world in television and media. She is the author of the book Initiate. She is a master Yusui Reiki and teacher, She, among many other healing modalities. And Kristen, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Oh, Goddess Paula, it is such an honor to be here today. And I love that you are literally, I believe, initiating something on the planet. I don't think there's ever been a Reiki talk show in the world ever. And so this really, truly is groundbreaking. And I'm so incredibly honored to support you in this journey and to be a part of this with you. So thank you. So what I'd actually love to do and what I'd sort of like to invite your audience to listen in at is, who is this woman, Paula? (laughs) Why has she started this journey? And, And why did you feel compelled to bring this to the world on this large stage? Well, I've been doing Reiki almost nine years now, and as I've progressed and given Reiki to clients, taught Reiki, um, it's come to me, it's becoming more and more difficult when I have a new client come in and say, well, what's Reiki like? (laughs) I have to say it's beyond words because I am struggling with telling them in a few short sentences what Reiki is, because it is so much. It is a full circle. It does so much from healing, from emotional, from connecting us to source, to empowering us, to healing, to guiding the long-distance Reiki. I mean, there is just so much to share. And so when I was asked to host the first Reiki show on Voice America, I had to think about it for a while, but then it, it just came to me, yes, because the information, the amazing guests that we're going to have on the show, the sharing, that's going to bring so much to so many people around the world, more Reiki, more people learning Reiki, and I, I couldn't be blessed with a greater opportunity. 
I think that's really true. And one of the things that's interesting is a lot of people have said, what is Reiki? What does it look like? And it, it looks like putting your hands on somebody, like the laying on mm-hmm. of hands, the traditional, mm-hmm. what we think of from thousands of years of healing. But also you can do it off the body. And as you said, send it through time and space. Yes. So you can send it to other places. So as you become more adept in the work, you can actually reach and influence many, many, many more people all at the yes. same time. Yes. And I'm actually going to do one or two shows on long-distance Reiki because it is absolutely amazing, just amazing. Like I will, I, I do a lot of long-distance Reiki for clients, uh, family, friends that are having surgeries, things like mm-hmm. that. Uh, one example is just last month, a family member had a double lung reduction, which is a uh, it sounds intense. Very complicated yeah. surgery. And she was told, expect to be in the hospital 10 to 14 days. I mean, you can't even use your arms for eight weeks after the surgery. So I sent her long-distance Reiki the night before, the morning before the surgery, surrounded her with that Reiki energy. And I not only surround that person, I, I fill the whole room So every nurse, every doctor, anyone that walks in that room is in that energy. So by the time she was in surgery, I was up in Seattle at the hospital in the waiting room. They said the surgery couldn't have gone any better. I was able to go see her after, continually send her Reiki. Her surgery was on a Monday morning. They released her on Friday. That's not even half the time that they said that she would need. No, not even half the time. And they told her, this was a record. This was a record. And she's home now. She's off her oxygen. (laughs) She's doing fantastic. And Did you initiate her to Reiki now so she can continue her self-healing? She's been a client over the years. And it's... And she swears it's made such a difference with her COPD and everything. But this this surgery, it was just amazing to, to be a part of that and see the outcome. So how did you get into Reiki in the first place? Because a lot of times we have a reason why we choose to work on either it's for ourselves or it's for others or it's 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 kind of a big calling to decide that, well, I'm gonna be a Reiki healer. How did that happen yes. for you? I am a big animal girl. Um All my pets are rescues, and I had a dog, a white shepherd, and she owned my heart. She was about 16, and she had, we discovered she had cancer, she had a tumor, she had a surgery, she could barely walk. And someone said to me, you should learn Reiki. I had never heard of it, no idea what it was. I went and received one Reiki session and decided to take a class. You were hooked. I was hooked. And I would give her, she slept with me on my bed, I would give her Reiki every morning. She improved so much. And I had her with me two more years, so up until 16. That got me in it, but I just loved it. And then I would go to the next level class, the next level, and it would just be this higher vibration, more excitement. It's like, oh my gosh, now this is happening and so then I also branched out, went to other teachers among William Rand, who I love. I use his workbooks. 
I took a crystal Reiki class. I love using crystals. I have a crystal healing bed that I discovered in Peru. Okay, we're going to talk more about that yeah, crystal healing because I love awesome. them and they're really powerful work. Yeah, that, that's a whole that's other a whole conversation right there itself. Exactly. <laughs> Stay tuned for yeah. more of those. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it's been life changing. Reiki is life changing. And not just for me, for the people around me, for my family, my friends, my clients my students, and to have that and teaching, it's an honor, it's a responsibility, and to have that and see that changing the lives, and it's, and it's not me doing it. When I do a Reiki session for someone, I am not charging for the Reiki. I charge for my time because it comes from source. It comes through me. That is a very powerful way. distinction. Yes. It is because... Many healing modalities that people have been used to, for example, massage or something else, the practitioner is using their own energy and they can mm -hmm. become depleted mm -hmm. over time. They can exactly. become burned out or tired or if you're not connected to source mm -hmm. and you're just using your finite human energy, you're, yes. you know, your clock is clean by the end of the day. Yeah. And that's what's really lovely about Reiki is you connect to source. Mm -hmm. And you become the vehicle or the vessel that source yes. flows through to do the healing at the level that the receiver is receiving. Yes. Do you and want to speak I've, about that? I've had people say after a long day, if I have several clients, aren't you exhausted? Oh, my gosh, no. I could fly because that energy has gone through me all day, and I am just lifted up. I'm just healthier because of what Reiki does to our immune system. Uh, you know, the studies that have shown um, Port, uh, Portland, Oregon, the College of Naturopathic Medicine had a great study about Reiki on people and testing their um, their blood and... The white blood cells. The white blood cells. Drastically increased, And it brings right? that into balance, and the white blood cells are what helps our body to fight disease. So you get that boost from... Reiki for your immune system. So, I mean, so I'm getting that all day while I'm at work. I mean, oh my gosh. Well, it also, that's the other lovely thing about it too, is that it does help to clean out your energetic field as well. So as yes. we know, anybody who's a light worker, an energetic worker, who has experienced it at all, we know that we, we kind of carry energetic garbage with us. We yes. carry other people's thoughts or feelings. We carry old history. And all of that stuff can lodge in the auric field. Yes. So when you're tapping into the Reiki energy, either as a giver or as a receiver, that level is also being cleansed. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when you got your initiation to your first or second level, or even in any of the levels, did you experience any of that realignment in your energetic field? I did. Um, I experienced being very peaceful, um, very relaxed, and it just, it was a whole energy shift. And every level I went up and learned, we learned symbols in the Reiki practice, and the more symbols I would learn, um, everything just, I would feel it. And I, attunements, originally called initiations, are just, every time you get one, I mean, it's just beyond words. Because it heals you, it detoxifies you. And I, I really teach my students that level one is about you. It's about becoming healthy. It's about growing your own self-empowerment. 
connecting to source because you need to come in balance and you need to bring all that in and that will assist you in sharing it even better. It does. You become, you have to really look at the building block of where you're starting from. So if your vessel is dirty, right, you're not mm-hmm. going to carry clean water right. for anybody else. Right. So getting your own stuff out of the way or at least beginning to get out of the way as you begin this journey is very important so that then like Reiki 2 initiation, that's when you get your magic symbols. So talk yes. to us a little bit about what the symbols do and why they're important and, and how they assist the practitioner in assisting others. The symbols are not the Reiki itself, but they're, they're a tool in Reiki. And each symbol has a certain vibration attached to it. And they have different, different vibrations. There's like a long-distance symbol. There's a power symbol, an emotional symbol, and many others. Um, and these symbols, you bring those in, you draw those into the aura, and it just connects you to that vibration and that just enhances what you're able to do with that Reiki connection. So they're just a tool in the Reiki practice, and they're a tool in the attunement because they open up. Everyone everyone is able to do Reiki. The symbols, the attunement, the initiation is what opens that up. You open a door, and once that door is open, it's open forever. You never lose it. And that door is open, and what you personally do after you open that door is your journey, your path, and that's where you take it. So it's a personal thing. But once you have that attunement, that initiation, that door is open. I think that's a lovely reminder as well for people. I know many of my clients, they say, oh, well, I did my Reiki one like a bunch of years ago, but I kind of forgot, and I haven't really practiced it, and maybe it's not there. You don't ever lose it. It never mm-hmm. goes away, mm-hmm. which is also very powerful as to why we do the Reiki shares so that you yes. can stay in that alignment and, and wake up every day, put your hands on, you go to sleep every night, whatever your ritual is. So what have you experienced with the power of the sharing of Reiki in, in terms of keeping the people who've already may have been initiated 10 years ago mm-hmm. and keeping them in that alignment and bringing them to the next stage? What I, what I tell them is their Reiki, think of it like like a muscle. The more they activate their Reiki, use the Reiki, the stronger that muscle is going to be. And let's say, I, you know, and I've had people that, you know, learned level one years ago, and I think maybe I'd like to refresh and go to level two. So you can do that. You bring them up to level two. But that's, it's like a muscle. And they can just instantly connect back into that and bring that. And I feel as a teacher, I what I tell my students is, okay, I'm there for you forever now. They can come to me for practice. They can come to me for questions. But it's something that they can, years past they were initiated, they can come back, open that connection, and just take the time to get in that and feel that and live that, and they, they just go from there. So I think one of the things that'll be really lovely, and let's let's play with this a little bit today. Uh-huh. Are you willing to do this? Uh-huh. So I'm sure we have some people around the world who may have heard of Reiki or may have been initiated into Reiki a long time ago. But let's do a little practice um, a little bit later in the show where people can actually feel what that energy feels oh, like. I can love we give that, that to idea. people? Yes, I because love that because idea. you then you then trust it when you feel it. Yes, yes, it, it, it makes it real. 
So what does the Reiki feel like for you when you're giving it? Do you have a physical or a visceral experience? Do you see things? Do you experience things in some level? Well, we all, you know, have the different way things come to us. Myself, it's more feeling and, and sensitive. I'm very into listening to my intuition. So I may be hands-on in a particular spot or whatever, and the Reiki I just feel is coming through, and I just let it come through. And when I feel I'm ready to move on, I'll move on. But I also surrender, and I don't worry a lot about where I should be because Reiki goes where needed. Mm. Reiki is all-knowing. And so I just kind of let go to my intuition and I did realize as I progressed in uh, Reiki, um, it's like I just would become more sensitive, especially with long distance. I mean, we have to have at least one or two shows about long distance Reiki. Absolutely. (laughs) You can, with long distance Reiki, as I progressed, you can sense what that person needs. You could sense if it's pain, if it's fear. I mean, you just pick that up. It's indescribable. And you can send Reiki to someone who's passed. You can send that to their spirit. And that's a whole different, you feel it. But it's, it's just amazing what you pick up and how your sensitivity grows. That's what's lovely, too, is your sensitivity can grow to whether they're in the body, whether they're out of the body, whether their body's on the other side of the planet from you, in any time and space, because... We have that understanding now that time and space is make-believe. So Mm -hmm. that being said, we actually do have time and space in the recording booth. So we're going to, in a moment, go to a commercial. And then when we come back, let's do a little practice so that people can feel this. They can start to get their own understanding, whether or not they've ever had Reiki or not. They can feel it in their body. They can feel it in their hands and start to play with energy like a little plasma ball. Uh I love that, Kristen. That sounds perfect. All right. That'd be great. I think that'd be really great fun. Yep. Yeah, so, um, you know, because that will just help them realize a little more of what we're talking about. Absolutely. All right, we'll come back to that right after this commercial. Thank you. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health & Wellness channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. Kelly covers our relationship with food and teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be. Taking us on a weekly food journey, guiding us to a more rich and vibrant life. So tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness.
You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Welcome back, and the lovely Paula Vale is here, and she's sharing all about why Reiki is such an inspiration in her life that she actually had to go in the world and make a radio show, which, Paula, thank you for, <laughs> for the whole planet. Let me just say thank you for that. That's fantastic. So I know you've had a lot of different experiences with how Reiki has evolved things in the world around you. I would love to hear one of your little stories about how Reiki has changed oh. in your life. Well, everywhere I go, I always, you know, pull Reiki into it. Um, I've gone on trips and I'm, you know, given someone Reiki on their knee at their hotel room or whatever. <laughs> but when I was in Peru, I went to Peru for my master training. And there were, the resort we stayed at, there were two dogs. They fed the dogs, but the dogs basically were wild. No one could get near them. They would growl. Well, they were both male, and um, so they they had gotten in fights. And the older dog had this big infection mm. on his nose. So we were there for 10 days. I immediately started sending him Reiki, you know, from like 10 feet away. And it actually got to, by the time I left, he would, we would be in the main room having our meals that sweet boy would come and poke his head into the dining room like, Paula, Paula. I'm ready for my treatment now. Yes. And I would go sit outside in one of the beautiful gardens, and he would just come lay about six feet from me, and I would sit and give him Reiki. And this happened just about every day. I mean, he just... he got to where he always kept an eye on where I was when I was at the resort. And by the time we left, his his nose did look much better. And we just all got a kick out of how he'd come looking for me. It, it's animals, just what they do with Reiki is amazing. And I have some property where I grew up. And uh, my life's goal is to have a nonprofit animal rescue and Reiki retreat center there. But when I was uh, first getting into Reiki and through the years, uh, I would go down to visit my aunt and uncle, and there were always deer in the yard. And I literally would stand in the kitchen sending Reiki to deer. And I have seen them lay down, just lay down in the front yard and take in the Reiki. So it's pretty fun. Well, they don't have that critical mind that humans do of, is this good? Is this not good? They're just receiving that mm -hmm. lovely transmission. And I think that's an excellent reminder for humans that we can block a lot of really wonderful things for ourselves. We can block our own healing. We can be in our own way. That yet when we go into that space of surrender, which I know is one of your favorite topics, yes. we'll do a whole show on surrender. Yes. When you go into surrender, you can really allow yourself to receive great power and great beauty from that. And that's mm -hmm. comes from that sense of trusting in the journey. So one of the things that'd be really fun to do because um, that sense of receiving and feeling it, let's give the audience a little moment to see what Reiki energy feels like or what their own capability of energy is, even at this point, even if they're not Reikis, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Great idea. So everybody has in their palms chakras. Yes. 
So talk a little bit about the chakras, because I know you enjoy the chakras and, and talking about them. You've done a lovely workshop on that. Tell us why the chakras and the palms are so important. The palm chakra, when you become initiated into Reiki, that is the palm chakra is just awakened. And when I, when I send Reiki through and give Reiki to clients, uh, it's through the palm chakra and also the eyes and the breath. I'm big on the breath. I just blow that mm. Reiki energy through them into every tissue, every muscle, the entire body, filling them up. But the palm chakra, it just becomes alive and awakened. And as you progress on a Reiki journey, it gets to where you just think about Reiki and your hands just start tingling. and It's just a lot of fun. It just opens up that palm chakra. Most people are familiar with the crown chakra, the heart chakra. They're familiar with sort of the, the standard seven, seven chakras, but there mm-hmm. are literally dozens of yes. them in our body, around our body, in Mother Earth and up into the heavens. So if you think about those, in your soles of your feet. So uh, ladies and gentlemen in the audience, just take a moment, if you will, and just kind of ground yourself for a second. Feel your feet into the earth. Feel that beautiful exhale that lets you receive yourself down deep into the Mother Earth and then just Put your awareness into your heart, put your awareness into your breath, put your awareness into your physical body, and just imagine your hands. And you might, some people are visual, some people are feeling oriented, some people have sense memories, but anybody can imagine. So imagine that you're looking at your hands and that your hands begin to glow. And what color would they glow? And what would be the shape of the glowing? Is there a dimension or a texture? And just feel that space in the center of your palms beginning to open up as if it's a doorway. And think about it as a doorway to source that you have a connection to inside of yourself. We are all deeply connected to one another. And even though we can't see your faces now, it does not mean that we're not connected. So you have that doorway inside of yourself that you get to open through your intention and through your breath. And just breathe it in as if you're breathing in that divine light and send that through your heart space into your palms. And perhaps you can imagine there's like a bubble or a ball of energy. So maybe your palms come closer to one another as if you're cupping water in your palms. Just begin to sense or imagine or experience how that big bubble of light begins to increase. You may feel a tingle or warmth. You may imagine this expansion of this light. And you can even begin to play with it. So if you put your palms one towards the other, you just begin to feel as if you could almost touch them. And then bring the palms a little further away, as if there's taffy between your hands. It's stretching the energy out like little threads of light. Can you feel that? Can you feel that, Paul? Yes. And then you bring them a little closer together. And imagine like a shock absorber, just getting cushiony, thick, like a big fluffy white marshmallow. I know my nine-year-old would love the marshmallow idea. So put those big giant sparkly marshmallows of yummy energy in your palms and feel that beautiful sensitivity in there. And if you can't feel it with your physical hands, emotionally or mentally imagine what it might feel like. And let that be the beginning part of opening up your awareness. Literally, our intuition Our imagination is what spirit speaks to us with. That's all it's got. 
So let it begin to open. So if you're saying, yes, spirit, you can let me imagine and I'll pick that up. And you can begin to open up that awareness, that sensitivity to let yourself become more intuitive. And perhaps you want to take that big, beautiful bubble of light, that big, beautiful ball of energy. And I love, Paula, that beautiful idea you have of blowing the energy. So you can take a breath and blow that light into your palms. Let it get bigger. Let it get shinier. Let it get sparklier. And perhaps there's someone that you want to send this to. Perhaps there's someone that you love who's ill or sad or brokenhearted. Perhaps someone that you know is in separation from some aspect of themselves. And you may want to imagine that this beautiful ball of light just is blown from the palms of your hands, traveling through all time and space, going through all the dimensions from great source, down to coat and give love to that person that you're sending it to. Perhaps you wish to send it to your animals, as Paula was so beautifully speaking about her beautiful white dog, or the dog in Peru, that animals can receive this healing energy as well. Perhaps you want to send it to your community. Perhaps you want to send it to a group of people. Just imagine that space going out effortlessly and sending that beautiful divine light. And then you can also take that beautiful energy and just gently place it onto your heart, onto your belly, onto the top of your head, and send and bless yourself with that beautiful energy as if you're giving yourself this lovely sense of healing. For truly, you are your own best healer. Nobody can give anything to you that you don't already wish to receive for yourself. Just feel that sensitivity inside of you. Whenever you're ready, take a beautiful inhale. And just imagine yourself a little bit brighter, a little bit clearer, a little bit shinier. And so it is. So it is. What do you experience when oh, you do that? Just uh, filling up, relaxation, and just raising the vibration. Just, it's beyond words. I love that you keep saying it's beyond words. It's just my best description. It's all I can say is it's beyond words. words. Awesome, I love that. It's because it's so much more than what we are physically. And sometimes putting words to things limits it. Yes, exactly, exactly. It does. Uh, The Reiki is just so expansive. Um, For instance, my whole life, I I had a brown thumb. My house plants, it was never good. I just didn't They were like, do no, well. don't take me to Paula's house. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, she waters too much or she doesn't water enough or something. Well, after I learned Reiki, I started giving Reiki to my plants because I read a study where they did a test and plants that were given Reiki had a 800% growth spurt. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, I got to try this. My living room now is like a jungle. My plants have just, they're gorgeous. They've been gorgeous for years now. And they're like growing into plants across the room. I mean, they're just, it's hilarious. They're all embracing each other. They are. You just take a picture so of your living happy. room picture of your plants and put it on your, put it on your page, put it on your Facebook page so yeah. everybody can see your beautiful so jungle. So our plants even love that energy. It's just hilarious. Well, again, they're just receiving. They're mm-hmm. just receiving. They don't have that blockage on that. So what would you say, I think there's a lot of people who, and right now, especially on our planet, there are a lot of, we were speaking about this before uh, you and I, 
that there is that separation. And many people are feeling that call to wake up. Like, okay, time. Mm. Hello, hello. Opportunity's knocking on your door. You got to open it. Mm. Or they're saying, no, I want to go back to sleep. It's too hard to change. It's too difficult. How would you use Reiki to help people in their evolution? So for for pretend for the moment that their body's physically fine, Mm -hmm. but they're feeling that sense of shift or tearing in their soul level or on their emotional level or on their mental level. How could Reiki help adjust and assist people in their evolutionary process as well? For one, it's going to raise their vibration. It's going to strengthen their connection to source. And so that right there is going to kind of open up that shell. Because if if you're afraid to shift or don't even realize you could shift, it's like you have this hard shell around you. Well, the Reiki is going to help you open up that shell and see light, and see love, and see self-empowerment, and raising a vibration. And so if there's a shift that you're looking for or out there that you didn't even know you was aware of, well, the Reiki is going to open you up to feel that and to surrender to that and open to that. Um, I'm very big on surrender. I'm going to do a whole show on that. And I look at it like, you know, when I... You know, when I started, I've always been big on surrendering to source, but even more so after Reiki. And I look at it as I surrender. It doesn't mean I don't have my goals. I don't do my research. Surrendering is not giving up. No. Not at all. It's just allowing source to manifest what we may not even see. I use an analogy, make a garden. I go outside, I work the dirt, I dig the holes, I plant the seeds, I step back. Okay, I'm going to look at the sun and say, source, bring the sun. The sun is going to make my garden grow. I open my arms to the rain. The rain is going to make my garden grow. So I'm tending my garden, but source is making my garden grow, making those flowers bloom. So it all goes together. And the more we connect or allow ourselves to connect, oh my gosh, what can blossom in our lives? I, I love that beautiful analogy coming from a woman who had a brown thumb who's now <laughs> tending this fantastic garden that we're all growing with Reiki. It's, it's really true, though, and I, and I like that allegory. You have this seed. Now, you and I can plant it and give it fertilizer and all the Reiki we want. Mm-hmm. But if that seed does not have the building blocks for growing, she ain't never going to grow. Mm-hmm. That's where source is. Source is that magical energy inside of the seed. We, as the tenders of our garden, we have to weed it. We have to keep the snails out to make sure it's got plenty of fertilizer. That's our job exactly. to fertilize and tend our lives so that the magic that is source can already happen. Otherwise, we will crowdsource out with crazy weeds and other people's nonsense. Yes. So we do have to show up and do the work. And yet, the more we do that and surrender and let source do its work, then there's that partnership. Yes. Oh, well said. Well said. You become a partner in the destiny of your life instead of a happenstance that life is happening to you and you're buffeting around off the walls. Yes. Yes. I, I live in the mindset... I am the water. I'm not the wave. Mm. I'm the water. The waves come. Life's bumps. And we all have those. But I am not those waves. I am not those bumps and those challenges. I am the water. 
I will stay in my heart. I will look at those waves. I will make decisions out of compassion and love. And I will let those waves go by. I will stay the water. I like that image, too, because I'm very visual. So when you're saying that, I'm imagining the ocean, for example. And we know the ocean is fathoms deep. So there's the surface level that's happening. And then there's all these layers underneath. And it's still down to the very core of the earth, this very molten level of the depth. There's that intensity all the way down. Yes. And the water doesn't go away because it's ruffled at the top. Mm -hmm. It's always connected. Yes. We can think we're, we can pay attention to the ruffle at the top. Mm-hmm. We can also see how we're very deep. Deep, down, peaceful. Yeah. Calm at the Calm. center. Calm, yes. And you get to choose what layer you're going to hang out in. Yes, yes, exactly. I love that, Kristen. Yes. Okay, we've got these visual people here for the radio, so there you go. You get to have the visual like head trip at home as well. That's kind of fun. <laughs> then we put little boats so on swimming. it. And it was the same like people are diving off and having a picnic at the same time. <laughs> awesome, I love it. I uh, want to go on that picnic. Yes, that yes. That would be great too. Oh, that's just the perfect way to look at it. The Reiki really does seem to bring people from all over the world together, all paths of life. And I know that you've also evolved your practice to bring in other modalities. So Reiki doesn't belong to anybody. It doesn't belong to a particular religious affiliation. You can be any cultural identity that you want and still use this energy. Why don't you speak a little bit about how it transcends all of these barriers? It it does because it's not a particular religion. It's just you connecting with, with source, God, whatever you want to call it, totality, um, great spirit, great spirit, the highest consciousness. And we are all that around the world. We are all that. So we are connected, whether we realize it or not. And the Reiki, just by raising our vibration and opening our heart to that, that just brings us more aware of that connection and the love that, w- that really we all share. It's true. Uh, Every nationality and culture seems to have their own version of how Reiki will work. So when we come back, let's talk a little bit more about this because I know we have another commercial break to open up the space for. And we'd absolutely love to hear from the community. What do you think about this and how does the energy in your culture work with being involved with healing and blessing in life? Thank you, Paul. Yes, thank you, Kristen. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health & Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan and Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. 
Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. I'm Krista Michael here with Paula Vale, the host of this beautiful new Reiki show, which is such an exciting opportunity. We're really breaking boundaries here, yes. if you will. Yes. Talk about time and space being broken. We're using yes. Reiki energy for that, too. So you have this lovely soup that I know that you've made for us for lunch today. Yes. Um, I'd like to hear all about what's in your soup and what you how you're nourished by this soup. Well, I, I look at what I've done, my journey with my Reiki, as like making Reiki soup. I have... Also, along with Reiki, and we're going to be doing some show topics on some of these other modalities, such as shamanism. I've had some shamanism training, and I've loved that. SVH, Serenity Vibration Healing, which is a prayer modality. Quantum healing. So the crystals. So with learning these other techniques, I'm able to add that to what I can offer with my Reiki And I kind of call it, and this is something I say to my students, this is your journey now. What you put into is you can add your own personal whatever. I want to add, you know, that, this. I add my quantum healing, my SVH, some shamanism. And I'm just making a big pot of nourishing soup. I call it the happy meal. Because that (laughs) and the crystal healing bed, yes. (laughs) So... I'm very into, I have my Reiki, that is my core, my passion, my love. And then I learn these other modalities, and I can add that knowing and those experiences to what I do with my Reiki, and it just gets me more excited and gives me more I can offer and share with others. And the soup, the pot just keeps getting bigger, which is great. And... It's nourishing. It nourishes our soul. It opens up to the most amazing people that I connect with, such as Kristen. I mean, it just opens you up to all that. And so that's how I look at it. We all just can bring in our own personal things. We can learn other modalities. We can bring that into our Reiki practice or we can just be someone that wants to receive Reiki on a regular basis. And But we go and we learn these other things, and then we use our shamanism that we learned and put that in with what we gain from receiving Reiki from someone. So, I mean, there's just so many possibilities. I think that's a beautiful way to look at it. It does become this amalgam, and they all blend together and form a new energy. Yes. I know that in my personal Reiki practice, I started working with Reiki in late 1991. And at that time, I was also learning shamanism, and I was working with hypnotherapy. 
And all of these practices together, I can't even tell you where one ends and one begins anymore. Exactly. And, and you can say like, oh, well, this is that and this is, and that's true, but they do start to influence and, and support one another. And I've recently added theta healing to it, which we're going to be, I'm going to be yes. giving a little yes. theta yumminess to our dear Paula soon. Oh. And it then becomes this other this other place inside of you as the holder of all these pieces. It's kind of like saying, well, my left hand does this and my right hand does that. But both of them are your tools. Yes. 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 Great, great analogy. And you have all those beautiful fingers with your beautiful manicure yeah. that you can yeah. go out into the world and dig into your garden. And it becomes your own personal gift that you can give, that you can serve with. And you just bring those, and they do. They just kind of meld together, you know. And it, you get to a point you don't even think about it. Right. It just all comes in when you're focused on on doing a session or sending energy to a loved one or someone on the other side of the world. It just all comes in. It's its own intelligence. Yes. You don't. That's what I like that you're it, saying too. You don't have to think about it. It comes out of you naturally yes. and becomes part of who you are, which is why I think it's so transcendent of, of the time and the space and the cultural barriers. Anybody can learn this, as you said. Anybody can do it. In fact, to be quite honest, my mother is Reiki 2. My daughter and my son, my both of my kids are Reiki 1. My dog is Reiki 1. I used to have a Reiki cat. I haven't initiated my current cat. Oh, so every it. time they would sit on me, they're giving Reiki healing. And so they get that experience as well and you get to amplify it so having your family also be attuned in fact my reiki master teacher dear stella she attuned her father and her mother so having your family open up to the reiki as well you do get this bigger web of energy that occurs and it does open up conversation in your family even they don't have to believe in the mumbo jumbo thing of it's not about that it's a sensitivity of this connection in the family way of of Honoring each other, honoring your parents, honoring your children, honoring your community. Oh, that is just beautiful. And and then you have that just larger ball of energy because you have everyone involved and everyone... Supporting it. Supporting it and having that in their aura, having that in their life, in their essence. That's one of the things I would love to talk about, too, and we'll do this on another show. Um, I work a lot with pregnancy. I'm a birth doula and a, and a pregnancy yoga expert, and I do yoga for labor. So I work a lot with women in labor using the Reiki to help with pain management or fear management or emotional support. And one of the things I would love to find out, and if you guys out in the world, if you know about this or if you experience this, being initiated to Reiki while you're pregnant... What happens to the baby being born in that energy? So think about a baby being born in fear and trauma and panic meltdown to some crazy environment versus being born in that beautiful healing light. I mean, it's like the angels singing versus traffic on the 405, right? Yes, yes. So you can shift the energy of the room. Yes, yes. I invite anyone that has had Reiki initiations while being pregnant or know someone, please email me at paula at wellnessinspired.com. And all of, all of the listeners out there, please send me any, any of your questions about Reiki because I'll be discussing those questions, answering those on further shows. Any stories that mm. you want to share about Reiki experiences or what you've seen Reiki do, I would love to have that. I think that's very powerful to, to share those ideas within the community because it's it helps all of us to know, oh, I never thought of using it that way. Or I know yes. of other people who work with it uh, in the passing over of people who are going yes. from this state to yes. the next state and utilizing the Reiki to help. 
again, ease pain, ease fear, ease suffering, Mm -hmm. and to shift the energy of the room. Because quite frankly, hospitals are not the most healing places energetically to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the healthcare practitioners who work in the hospitals, they're stressed, they're anxious. I'm actually doing an initiation in in two weeks working with healthcare professionals, pediatricians, nurses, doctors. There are more and more nurses using Reiki with their clients, with their patients. There have actually been studies on this, so we're going to talk about Reiki in the healing professions as well and how beneficial it is, even just in traditional medicine, to use Reiki as the adjunct, like you were saying with your friend with her lung reduction surgery. That is wonderful to see. I have students that work as nurses or in the medical practice. I have students that are massage therapists. Mm -hmm. That's just really growing. Perfect. And... The more that gets out there, it's just wonderful. Imagine facialists with yeah. Reiki. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a facelift oh, when you go to get your a peeled, Reiki right? facial. I and love isn't that it. awesome? I love it. <laughs> you, can, you can sort of charge oh, all your elixirs and all your yeah. potions and, t- and yeah. tonics. And a little reflexology. Okay, we're getting the pressure points. We're sending in the Reiki. Oh, my gosh. I'm coming to that spa. That's fan- When are we opening that spa? That's fantastic. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. A Reiki spa. There you go, someone. There it you is. go. A, a friend of mine, a colleague of mine, she's an acupuncturist, and so we're talking about Reiki with the acupuncture needles because she's actually going to be initiated as well. So using the Reiki over the acupuncture needles to help stimulate oh, them, right? Yes. To go deeper into those pressure points. Yes. Oh, it's just endless. It Chiropractic is, adjustments. Yes, yes. Um, my third show, I believe it is, is with a longtime client, and she's a chiropractor and an amazing nutritionist. And she came to me when I first started my Reiki business four years ago, and I'm the official Reiki practitioner for her chiropractic office. And she's going to have a lot to say about that, how I that look what that to does that. for her chiropractic patients. So she's Reiki initiated. Nope, she's just a Reiki client. Just a Reiki client, okay. But asked me when she opened her own office if I would be their Reiki practitioner. So, so you're offering Reiki while they're doing the adjustments as in that same group? after. They get their adjustment mm-hmm. and then they come to me and I just Reiki and focus on that area and just leave them in a nice little bubble. That's nice. And has yeah. that been a shift in how they feel or in their... In, I mean, some of it is recurring injuries. I would know that they'd be working yeah. with it, It's therapy. eased their pain, and it's just left them feeling more relaxed. But the, the biggest thing with what she's dealing with is a reduction in the pain. Great. Yeah. It oh, really, it'd be very important to hear that. Yeah, so that's going to be a really great show. Anything that one can do to make themselves feel better, respond better, sleep better, eat better, is only going to help their energetic pattern. And the dependence that we've had on chemical interventions or drugs or these kinds of things. Now, granted, if you're hit by a Mack truck, you need certain drugs. I'm not saying that they're a bad thing. But I am saying that over time, their efficacy diminishes, we become dependent on certain things, and it does have other side effects. Mm -hmm. If you have something in modality like Reiki or other forms of natural healing, you don't become dependent upon those side effects. And in fact... Your body tissues respond. Your hormonal balance responds. You come back into a better state. Yes. You elevate beyond the sort of getting by, I'm I'm fine. You get to excellence and awesomeness, which, you know, we're all about awesomeness. Yes, because it's actually been scientifically proven that our mindset and our attitude affects 
us physically. It talks to our DNA. One of my most favorites, and he will be an upcoming guest, Alberto Villaldo. I love all his books. But he talks a lot about that in our LEF, our luminous energy field. That sets what is happening with our DNA. And that's why Reiki, it has been said that Reiki can detect and break away a disease six months before it manifests. And and I'm also very big on affirmations. I believe what we put out there is what we're going to bring in. So you just put all that together and, you know, that just diminishes what what we need the the medicines for and the, the medical. I mean, they go together, but still our own body can do so much if we allow it. I, I completely agree with you. One of the things I tell my clients a lot, and everybody sort of laughs when I say this, but it's true. Most people spend more energy and attention and kindness to their pets than they do to themselves. Oh, I How many that. people do you see with like the little white dog and thing, and they lavish all this attention on their little creatures, but they speak degradingly about themselves. And so one of the practices I have my clients do, I work with a lot of women, is look at themselves in the mirror and admire her. Look her in the eyes. And instead of saying, oh my God, my eyebrows, oh my God, my skin, my what, instead of doing that to yourself, which is horrifying, which you would not what let your do. best friend yes. say that to you, and yet you say it to yourself. <laughs> Look in the mirror and compliment that beautiful being looking back at you and give her the love and the respect as a physical vehicle as much as you would your pet. Yes. This body, I believe, is our pet. We have to tell her or him how powerful, how strong, how healthy it is. Those cells do listen to you. You're absolutely right. They absolutely respond and they say, oh, I'm ugly, great, I'll manifest ugly. Oh, I'm beautiful, I'll manifest beautiful. Yes. I'll manifest radiance, health, vitality, cellular regeneration, well-being. Yes. They will manifest exactly what you program to do. So if you tell your little vehicle, I need you to be healthy, beautiful, and strong for the rest of my life, however many years that may be, it will listen to you. It will listen to you, yes. Yes, and we just say yes. I say yes to my body's physical health. You know, just put that out there. Say yes and allow it. So what would be a very powerful affirmation? I would love to be able to leave the audience with an actionable thing that they can take away, that they can do today that would assist them in their well-being and their healing. What would be an actionable thing? An affirmation? something that they can charge. I mean, I'm all about charging the Reiki mm -hmm, water. Mm -hmm. What would be something that you would support for the client? So, the, so from now until next week, when you get your next dose of Paula, what would you have them be as their homework? Just a simple allowing and saying yes. I say yes to my physical and emotional health and balance. I say yes to joy. Something as simple as that. And say that every day. And it's going to affect you, you know. The repetition is everything. So, and please do that. I would love feedback on that from everyone in their emails. Make up your own little affirmation and just test it and you'll see. Absolutely. So I will say yes to that. I will do it right now yes. and we'll see it next week. Paula, this has been oh. an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you to all of you for listening in, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you, everyone. Hugs and blessings around, and I look forward to next week. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. 
Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.